Welcome back, everybody, to Jedi Eternal Podcast. Today, I am your co-host, Braxton Taylor, here with your other co-host, Andrew the TikTok Terror Bolin. <laughs> TikTok Terror. <laughs> this man is a TikTok fiend. By 7 o'clock in the morning this morning, he already sent me six videos. <laughs> uh, oh, Andrew, how are you doing today, sir? It, it's It's been an interesting... Interesting, interesting week. week yes yeah it's it, yeah. i think it's been a little crazy for everybody um yeah. but you know what here we are on friday once again getting this uh podcast out for everybody uh we do want to say very quickly you know like i said this week has been pretty crazy for everybody um including us so this week is going to be a little bit different um we're going to do our normal news and we're going to do uh, our q a um, and then, but we're not going to have a main topic. So today's episode may just be a little short today, but we want to make sure that we got the news out, got everything out. And, and like I said, just kept that consistency for everybody. You know, I know our hope was that like, we don't ever talk about what's going on outside of star Wars in this podcast, you know, right, yeah. so that, you know, as, uh, pretentious as this may sound, <laughs> we wanted everybody to have at least, you know, every Friday, like, Hey, you know, this, this may be going on, that may be going on, but Hey, uh, you know, at least we can on Friday listen to this podcast or whatever. Uh, and you may not think that at all, uh, but, but that was our hope. Um, but just know that, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, things still happen to everybody. And uh, so our, our podcast may be a little short today, but you know what? We're going to have a good time still. And we're going to get yeah. our uh, news on. And, and we have plenty of questions. We're going to finish up our, our queue so that we're fresh, ready uh, up for the next week. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. So we only have yeah. one news piece for this week and that is uh the hasbro has released another set of their black series and this time it's actually all the uh, main rebels characters so star wars rebels so that's going to be pretty interesting to see um we've seen some pictures from from hasbro uh that included all of the main characters and stuff so andrew there's some something pretty interesting about their stylizations do you want to talk more about that yeah so this is re-releases of the entire Ghost Crew, um, and I think that's also something to yeah. to note. There is a re-releases with improved photo real facial features, and so I just think that this is not. I just I can't. I just don't think it's a coincidence. Right now we are in news, so we got to be careful. Here. Well, yeah. So let me. Uh, yeah, let's let's say so the. The toys are being released. That is the news. Right. I'm now kind of talking like more of like what if <laughs> or more into rumors at this point right yeah. after that. Yeah. It's just like I I feel like that these um, making them basically live action versions yep. is is definitely on purpose. I don't think it's just a random thing. I think that, you know, we already have a good idea some of these characters are coming mm -hmm. into live action no yeah. official confirmations yet but it's really seeming like that's the direction they're going yeah and so i think that's why we're getting these characters well and they also released as we i think we yeah i think i shared this on the facebook page a couple weeks ago but they released another black i think it, no this was hot toys but they you know still commissioned by disney and lucas arts and stuff like that but we got a captain rex um uh, and it was very much in the live uh, live action, you know, like actual person uh, model of Tamira Morrison rather than the animated version of, of the Rex as we know him in Clone Wars. So 
you know, yeah, this is news, but we're kind of speculating a little bit right now by saying, is it really a coincidence that we're going to now be seeing uh, all of these uh, these toys, you know, these figurines and stuff that are now uh, being made of live action, uh, you right. know, status or however you want to say it, you know, I don't know. It, it could be very indicative of the future. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go ahead now into rumors because that's actually was our only news piece for the week. So let's go ahead and get into rumors here. Um, so we have kind of a dual rumor here, but let's go off with the first one. And we've seen this on several different sites, but I got this specifically off of StarWarsNews.net. But it says, Pedro Pascal will be spending more time in the Mandalorian armor compared to Season 1 and Season 2. So, that's pretty interesting. That can mean a couple different things. Uh, you know, off the bat, you know, you could be, you could say it has connotations of, oh, you know, the most basic thing would be like, Oh, you know, he had other engagements. Um, I think he was d uh, doing King Lear during season one, so he had to go and go back and forth and stuff. Um, so maybe it's just the fact that he's not in any other productions uh, during the time of season two, so therefore he was able to be in costume more. But the more kind of speculative uh, thing that I was thinking is, you know, if he's not, or if he's in the suit more than his stunt double, does that mean that this this season two is going to be more? story-driven rather than uh, action-based. So it's a kind of an interesting thought process there. Yeah, well, you know, and we, whenever The Mandalorian uh, started coming out, we started getting episodes, there was a lot of people pointing out that you could tell it wasn't Pedro uh, Pascal actually walking around, doing everything, and, and people were even, like, pointing out the differences in, in the way he was walking and different yeah. scenes and stuff, and, and basically right. they're like, you know, this is not, this is, multiple people are playing this guy, and sure. it's usually not, it, he was almost more of just a voice actor in this first season. Well, and actually, if you remember, we saw in the behind-the-scenes thing that right. he did a lot of voice acting for that. Right, so he was just behind a mic, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, it's very kind of strange really when you mm -hmm. think about it because that's not really um kind of what you envision of course when, right. when you're watching it so right. going back and watching it again i think would be interesting thinking about it in those oh, way that's and, not actually him yeah right and so i think i think it will be good though for him to be actually in the armor mm -hmm. um this next season as much as possible because mm -hmm. you know even just mannerisms and the way that you move can really um, make a difference. Oh, you portray and, the character in a whole different way. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, I think it needs to have his mark on it. And so I'm excited for that. Yeah. There's, you know, there's another speculation that came with that. And a lot of people were saying, like, at the, and this is like uh, spoilers for the last episode of season one. I'm sure everyone's seen it. Just in case you haven't, just want to throw that out there. Um, but in the episode eight of the Mandalorian season one, we do see him take off his helmet. Yeah. So some other speculations is maybe the reason he has to be in the suit more is because there's going to be more scenes in which he has his helmet off in season two. Yeah. So that's very possible. And since he's already kind of broken his oath, you know, why not at this point kind of thing. But I, I, I guarantee he, he's not going to see it that way, but I'm just saying some people were saying that. So, right. So anyway, so that has some interesting uh, little theories there. So we do yeah. know that he is going to be in it, in it more, but what does it mean? Yeah. We don't really right. know. So then adding to that, we also have here that the Mandalorian will reportedly become a 
Jedi in season three. Yeah, this one's a little more far fetched for me. <laughs> but um, well, well, so I think it was maybe last week we talked about um, force sensitive. about force yeah, yeah being force sensitive. sensitive. Yeah, and we kind of had different views on it. You <laughs> yeah. you didn't you don't think he's force sensitive at all? I don't know that I don't think he is. I didn't know that I wanted to be so. Okay. But I think if you remember though, at the end of our conversation, I kind of aligned with you a little bit because you brought up a good point. Because I, as soon as I saw force sensitive, I immediately thought him like you know pushing and pulling and you know using force abilities and stuff. But you brought up the point like, well, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that you know force force sensitivity. If I can speak today, mm-hmm. just means that like oh he he's attuned to the force like. And I thought okay, well maybe like he's about to get attacked from behind. He kind of senses it a little bit and like turns around. Yeah. If, if it's like that. I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't well, be too so bad what this it. is saying is that Ahsoka is set to play a more prominent role in the third season and will teach Mando the ways of the Force. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. see that. That I wouldn't want. That. I don't think I'd want that. So, I think it's pretty far fetched. Um, yeah. I I agree with you. I don't think. I don't think that the Mandalorian needs to become a Jedi. No. I'm actually. I'm actually on the side of believing he might be force sensitive and I think it could even bring a little um, extra interest into um, his character and, and his, um, his bond with baby Yoda. Right. And yeah. maybe there's even some kind of force bond there, you know, that kind of thing right. would be kind of neat. Um, but yeah, for him to actually fit like officially become a Jedi, like follow <laughs> the Jedi teachings yeah, and stuff. I don't, think so. I don't really know. That's the way it should go. Well, but, but I love Jedi, and yeah, so I mean, if it happens, I could probably end up on board with it. But they gotta really convince they me. They gotta really you know? sell it for yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm on the same page with that. You know, they'd have to really prove to me that it's a good idea before I get on board. Because I do love Jedi. I mean, like I said, we're, we're called Jedi Eternal. We obviously love Jedi. But you know, this is a well-known bounty hunter. I think it, what is cool about Star Wars is that you know there's those distinctions between the Jedi and the mm-hmm. Sith and the bounty hunters and the you know. The Imperials and the, you know I can go on and on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and I, I talked about this last week, but I think having him become like a Jedi or whatever, like, would take away the only thing that that Baby Yoda really has going for it as a character. Like the thing that like Baby Yoda has going for, it, he's, he's small, he, he's a baby, he can't talk, but hey, he can use the Force. Yeah. So I think if they made him like totally not just Force sensitive, but like totally like using the Force and becoming Jedi, eh, I think that would kind of take away from Baby Yoda, but. Who knows? We'll see. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a little far-fetched, but, uh, but you know, something to look forward to in Season 3 to see if we get more uh, expansion on that right there. So, our third rumor for the week is that, uh, supposedly, there is a live-action Thrawn series being produced currently. Um, and there's been a lot of rumors going on about that, about, you know, because Thrawn is a, a fan favorite who has never gotten any screen time. And we see him uh, in a few things here and there, but, you know, having a, especially a live action setting, you know, that's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, Drew, do you think there's any legitimacy to that, to that rumor? And would you like to see that? So, I think if we're, I, I think that we could be seeing Thrawn in live action. I do not believe he's getting his own series, at least not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about potentially Ahsoka, potentially Sabine, uh, you know, all these Rebels characters. We've talked about a live action 
sequel to Rebels. You know, right. all this, so many different things. All yeah. so many different things. Do I think Thrawn could show up in whatever all this talk is? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, um, it would make sense. Yeah, the timelines cross over during that period. It would make so sense with with the uh, with the Rebels story that uh, Thrawn could end up appearing alongside Ezra, and so. Um, I think that that would make a lot of sense, but I don't believe we're getting a Thrawn series. Right. Yeah. At least not right now. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you on that. I mean, at this point, Thrawn is a fan favorite of those who know who Thrawn is. Right? I mean, um, Thrawn is a very good character, but those who don't read the books and, you know, are not going to, and in comics and things of that nature, are not going to have that deeper understanding of who that character is. So I don't see Disney jumping in feet first with that character to have a whole story yet. You know what I'm saying? Of him. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're, I think you're definitely on the right track there. I think you got the right idea. Um, and I think that it's very probable that we're going to see a live action Thrawn, but maybe not just the yeah, show. Yeah. And then, so on top of that, we also. Uh, are hearing that casting for Star Wars Ezra Bridger continues with new uh, details on the search. And basically, they're looking for a live-action Ezra, and they're saying that he will soon debut on Disney+. Plus. So yeah. What do you think? I think that, uh, I think if anything, that would probably be more probable than a lot of the other rumors that we have. I mean, even seeing a live-action Ezra Bridger would be kind of surprising to me. Um, I don't know if surprising is the right word, but I, I do think that although I think it's slim, I do think that uh, it's more probable of seeing him getting his own show rather than a lot of other people. I do think a lot of these live action characters that we're hearing about are going to just kind of be together on one or two different shows as right, appearance, right. appearances, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm not... I, there's so many different rumors out there that we've and we've talked about all of <laughs> right, them, right. and I I wish that we could just find out what's really going on because exactly. it's getting so like convoluted with all of these different. And every week we're just pouring stuff yeah. out. <laughs> and like, so for example, let's just like talk about this for a minute. We have rumors of the the live action Rebels sequel, a Rebels animated sequel, yeah, um, an Ahsoka sh- show, yeah. And Thrawn show, and then and Ahsoka coming to Mandalorian season two, <laughs> so all of that stuff. If you look at it timeline wise, that's there's no way all of that's going to happen. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, I personally feel like it makes more sense that we'd be getting an animated sequel to Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, but so let's say that there is an animated sequel, and some kind of live action, um, continuing continuation as well i think the live action continuation has to be the ahsoka series mm-hmm. right yeah and then and then we get an animated rebel sequel but even then it's still and then like so but ahsoka is also going to show up in Mandalorian season two which supposedly is going to bring like that's going to be the introduction mm-hmm. and then it's going to shoot off into her own series it's yeah. just a lot a to lot take in a lot and, of stuff yeah and i'm not sure how they're going to make all of it line up correctly right um and i don't know yeah i think it's i think probably again you know the couple of the animated rumors you know i think that those could be their own independent thing but i think a lot of the live action stuff that we're hearing is just going to be crossovers into one or two mediums i, I guarantee 
that if they even right. come true, right? If it's even real, right? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think every person's getting their own show. You know, that's <laughs> where. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> so, um, only time will tell, I guess. Right. Uh, you know, rumors were that celebration would would bring us some answers. Yeah. And I think that, of course, that would be the make the most sense. But uh, unfortunately, we still don't know what's going to happen with Celebration. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's like these like beaming lights of, or shines of light here and there. Yeah. And the other times, it's just, I don't think so. I think so, it's snuffed out. Yeah. So <laughs> whatever happens there, which I'm still, I'm still very skeptical it's going to happen. Yeah. I think, they're, I think the only reason they haven't told us yet is, is because they're trying to figure out all the details for... Because, like, you know, they don't want to just say it's canceled and not tell us anything else. They want to cancel right. it, but be like, hey, but here's when it's going to happen. Or, I think that's why the they plan. haven't said anything yet. Exactly. They're trying, they're to, get trying that to get all that together. Right. Um, it's still a little frustrating because, like, <laughs> right. you know, just kind of waiting. Yeah. But um, if if they don't have celebration, then how do you think we will get these, um, get these, like, uh, like the shows how do you think we will get their reveals? So as you know, as uh, obviously as you know, Drew, but uh, those of you who are listening, Andrew and I are, are very big convention fans in whatever way that manifests, you know? So we go to a lot of comic cons, you know, Star Wars celebration, different yeah. things like that. Um, and I, I'm on the email list for a lot of conventions uh, for news and things of that nature. And almost every big con, uh, has been announcing that they're basically doing a digital Comic-Con. And I didn't really understand exactly what that meant, but basically what they're doing is at certain times, they're having a live event where there's a stage and there's, there's you know, yeah. XYZ person, um, you know, on, on stage. And they are talking, like, just like a regular panel, except mm-hmm. it's, they're recording it and you're watching it from home. So I definitely, definitely, definitely would not be surprised if uh, celebrations did that if they canceled, but have like a limp, like especially if we have like big reveals that are kind of like last year when we went, when they revealed Mandalorian and had all the special scenes and stuff. Right. Um, I think there's going to be some open panels that everyone can watch, but then also you can probably sign up to be selected for these special panels as okay. well, or maybe even pay some money. Um, well, so we know like with, with normal celebration, they, that's already kind of how it works. Exactly. There, yeah. uh, a lot of people can watch a lot of the events online, um, especially like the really big panels. But but then like for example, like the Mandalorian one that we got to watch. Yeah. People at home couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't watch it. You we, had to be in the room. They had people like walking up down the aisles, like saying like you can't have your phone out and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They, had, well, they said they had um. Uh, what was it? Some kind of weird scanners inside the inside the room we were in. Yeah. That was that would notify them if we were using our phones. That's kind of bizarre. But you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I was, I was very. Yeah, I was kind of mad like, about that. You know, we're like looking around everywhere. It's like, like, where are you they didn't at? Tell me where to use my phone. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm like, I guess I, I could just leave then, right? I'm like, I'm not leaving, so I just put my phone up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told you, William. I guess you could leave if you wanted. <laughs> shut you, up. And then you shut your mouth pretty quick after that. Shut up. I'll do whatever I want. Now, I want to put my phone out of my pocket, so don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Somebody's grumpy. <laughs> so anyways. I don't know where he's going with that. but <laughs> lost all of Oh, no, well, he's talking about how, you know, basically we think that we're probably going to have a digital 
forum or a yeah, digital yeah. medium. Now, it, on big ones, you'll probably have a sign up thing or a drawing type thing like they did with yeah. regular celebrations. Or, or so. maybe they'll they'll just do an entirely free um, free show this time. They may not be able to show some of the things that they originally would have. Right. But um, but maybe we could still get some of the big reveals, like a new show. Um, and I could see them doing that because of like everything that's yeah. going on and they just like want to quote unquote give back or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, uh, yeah, I could definitely see them opening it up like, okay, everybody can just watch this. You yeah. Know? And at this rate, you know, it's probably going to be a Disney plus series that they're going to, was going to be the big reveal of the, sh- of the show because they're not going to reveal any movie right no. now. So yeah. Yeah, so I mean, those mediums for sure are the the, the places we're probably going to yeah. get them. So, all right, anyway. well, let's uh, move on to our releases, and our releases is next Friday. We will be getting uh, Disney Gallery: The Mandalorian episode uh, seven, and then on. So actually, the Jedi Temple Challenge that was going to be on YouTube uh, got postponed a week. And so we'll actually be getting that this coming Wednesday, the 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it will be episode one and two will be released on that date. So if you're interested in that and you want to see Ahmed Best as a Jedi, uh, that is where you can find it on YouTube. Yeah, so. there you go. All right, so guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to actually what's going to be our final thing for this episode. And that is our Q&A forum. As you guys know, every week we go ahead and post a forum uh, post on Facebook asking you all to bring up uh, you know, questions, topics, and more. Um, and we typically try to do three a week, but we've had about five or six sitting in the queue for a long time now. Um, that's just been trading out. Um, so what we're going to do, I didn't post one yesterday. Um, what we're going to do is go ahead and finish these five or six off. And then we're going to then start fresh next week. So whoever gets there uh, next week first is going to be the first one to be answered next week. <laughs> so, but we're going to go ahead and do that today. And this is what we're going to end off on today. Um, and so let's go ahead to our first question. And that comes from Kristen Perry, who says, If you guys were Jedis, what color of lightsaber would you like to have? And what color would you think you would get? So, Kristen, you're playing both sides there because me and Andrew disagree on this. You think Andrew could choose, and I, th- I think that we get it signed. So, thank you for uh, 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 playing to both sides there. <laughs> so, Drew, what, what color would you like to have? As Blue. Your... Okay, yeah. So, okay, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> okay, thanks for that in-depth answer there. <laughs> Throw me off my game here. Sound like a smoker over here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, so funny enough, though, I was going to choose blue for myself, not because I, I mean, I want it, don't get me wrong, not because I, I, I thought I would be assigned that, because, like, blue, it says it's indicated as a Jedi guardian, right, and it's a Jedi who used the Force on a more physical level, and, you know, I I definitely, in my own eyes, I guess I don't know about everybody else mm-hmm. sees me, but I, I definitely see myself as more of the Jedi guardian. Now, I could definitely see myself moving into, like, the Jedi consular area, which is green yeah. as well, but... I don't know. I definitely could see myself either getting blue or green there. In terms of what I want, um, I, I've always liked the the orange. I just because it's so unusual. I yeah. do like the orange, but I don't think that happens. You know, I don't think you just choose or anything. But I I think the force <laughs> would probably give you pink. So. Shut up! I'm not pink. That's your girls. <laughs> 
So anyway, <laughs> I, I know, he, he he chooses blue. I think I would I be given blue. blue. Uh, oh, or, or green. Are you special. And you get to choose. I think I'd no. be actually chosen by the force. But anyway. Well, <laughs> let's just ask the force and see what they say. Force. <laughs> I will meditate upon this. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so there's the answer for that so one. So basically you choose blue too. I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think the, the force would choose it for me. W- but well, but yeah. <laughs> I think the, we're in the, an argumentative state today. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been uh, debating stuff debating all morning the, today. Yeah. So, all right. So, thanks for the question, Kristen. Um, so, Frey Bosarvinsky um, asked actually uh, quite a few things. So, I th- uh, for today, I think we're just going to choose one. So, I apologize for not answering all of them. We, we'll probably try to get to them later. Um, but there was a few of them that we've actually talked about before. Um, for instance, uh, like list off characters from the expanded universe. Um, that we'd like to see return. We kind of already talked about that today. A lot of basically Revan was the common denominator. Um, we talked about you know favorite planet in the Star Wars universe, which we're actually going to talk about a little bit later on another question too. Mm-hmm. So we'll save that. We'll save it. And uh, so the main one we'd like to talk about for a second is just uh, your third part, which was speculate what the next trilogy will be. So that's actually a very good question and um, one that we could probably talk about for a little bit. Um, Drew, go ahead. What do you think? Well, well first of all, I was going to say. Well, I was what I was going to say real quick <laughs> is I just want to apologize if anyone can hear the the uh, background noise. <laughs> um, my road it's is literally being is, torn is up. Being, yeah, it's getting paved uh, right now, right outside the window that we are currently doing this podcast at. So I apologize if the mic is picking it up. We definitely hear it. I don't yeah, know, I don't know if, if you guys, guys can, not, but, but I just wanted to make that known. So, like, if you yeah. do hear something, that's what's going on. Yeah, so. we can't really control the concrete we picked, being ripped like, up from the ground. Apparently, so. we picked, like, the most horrible time to start <laughs> ever. So they're literally right outside our window. I mean, yeah, like literally big looking trucks. at yeah. like, So anyways. Anyway. So, Drew, uh, I forgot. What I oh, yeah. So what what is your speculations? What what do you think the next trilogy that we're gonna see? What time frame you think that's gonna be in? What the story is gonna Man, be like? That is so hard. I agree. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna list out a couple things that I I think we could see. I think we could see far into the future. Yeah. So you know, it's still has the legacy of of what we know but it's but it's far so far into the future that nothing really even connects at this point right so they mm-hmm. can just do like completely brand new stuff because we know we already know from from little things they've said here and there is they really want to start new right they want to have right. their own which is kind of what like with the high republic well and so well, that's yeah, where i was going to lead in next that's what I was gonna say as we well. could eventually maybe get a high republic um series Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going to necessarily say trilogy because I don't know, I don't even know if that's their plan is to do trilogies. You know, right. we don't really know what they're. We know there's a standalone movie in 2022. Well, we supposedly. just know there's movies. They, right. we, we, they they've not necessarily pointed out exactly what. If it's a standalone, if it's a trilogy, if it's a yeah, series, we true. don't really know that's true. for sure. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of. So I could see maybe something set High Republic era, uh, you know. The old Republic, we could still possibly get something there, mm-hmm. or we could maybe still go even farther back to the origins of like the Jedi, yeah. which has yeah. been, uh, which was rumored to be what Benioff and Weiss was working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were working on a origin story for the Jedi, and um, so when they dropped off, 
I guess it's very possible that that moved on to someone else, right? Sure. So yeah. um, those would be my guesses. I don't think the next big movies are going to be set in any current era that we know. For sure. Yeah, I, I'm on the same boat as you there. Um, I don't think that at this point, the net, like the very next trilogy will be set far in the future because that is... We've talked about this actually in our very first episode, the future of Star Wars. Yeah. And we talked about what is Star Wars? What's that mm-hmm. going to mean? Blah, 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 right? So I don't think that... I don't think that they're going to do that yet because that's a big leap, big jump, and they don't want to take any risks right now uh, in terms of what people are going to like or not like. And jumping into the far future is a risky, risky move. Well, but, I mean, personally, I think it's even riskier move if they do near future. So, like, if they did one with, like, we're Ray and then we're still around. That's why I don't think they're going to do future. That's that's what I'm getting at. I don't think the next one is going to be future. I don't think they're going to be doing future for quite some time, near or far. Now, near forever. Sorry. Um, Sing it. No, I won't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that's that's why my, my theory is the next trilogy, like I said, because we're not guaranteed that the first movie that we're going to see in 2022 is even a trilogy, and I don't think it will be. So my thought is, is that I've believed this for a while, is that it's going to be, the next trilogy is going to be the higher public, depending upon the success of the release of the books and comics, right? I think, I think that, I think, they're not saying this, but I guarantee you that that's a big hinging factor upon yeah. what they're going to be doing next. Yeah. So we have to, but you have to also consider like the, the time uh, that we have here for this stuff coming out because the higher public is now not releasing until the beginning of 2021, yeah. which means they have less than a year at that point before their, their official scheduled movie releases. Well, so, so, so listen, that's, that's what I'm trying to say is that the, in 2022, I'm not saying that we're going to get a something. trilogy. You think it's you think it's one standalone movie before we get something that's yeah going to be a bigger. I series. think so. Okay. I mean, I, I obviously don't really have anything to substantiate that claim, but I definitely think that because I think they're wanting to test the waters first before they jump into an entire trilogy. Okay. The only problem the only problem I have with that is basing off of the failure of Solo. I feel like they may not want to do another standalone movie. Yeah, because true. of because of how that turned out. Now, of course, Rogue One did great, and so yeah, I don't. I mean, it's hard to say, but a trilogy is three movies, and if all three of them stink, it's a lot bigger loss than having one of them stink. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, let me just talk about that for just a second because. I don't know. That's just one thing I really think about a lot is that, uh, I don't know how to even say it. The problem is with the trilogy is like you're committing to a big thing. You know what I'm saying? You're committing to a big thing by saying, okay, even if the movie first one bombs, we're still going to make two more after that. You know, okay, hopefully we redeem ourselves in the next two, but you see what I'm saying? If they do just one standalone, maybe even in a, a new era or a familiar era, at least that's something that we can get. So I, I guess my 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 stance is, and whether it's you know real or not, my thought process is that the next trilogy is going to probably be dependent upon what we're seeing in the higher public and if people like it or not. And if it's the hit that they're hoping it will be, which I think it will be, um, then that's probably the next trilogy. Yeah, and I guess opinion. it just depends on where their heads at with this and what they're what they're thinking because right. Um, 
again, they they might be too scared to try doing another um, standalone film, or at the same time, you know, are they like when they reveal a new movie, are they wanting it to be like this is the beginning of a new yeah. a new saga, you know, and True. just be like a like this is going to be a big long series and this is the start of it and try to get people really excited to which come would make and, sense which would make sense which would make sense yeah, yeah. Um, but you know when is that set what you know what story right. do they tell I, I i could i would like to think that they're going to play it safe and make it a, a, a trilogy for um, <laughs> the old republic but I, I don't have my fingers crossed on that one i would love it but i don't think that that's yeah, going to happen i mean their original plan in my opinion, was actually really good. The problem was not the plan. I think the problem was the execution sure. of the plan. Yeah. Because the the idea of having, okay, we're doing a series of movies, or well, I guess at the time, a trilogy of movies, and then in between every year is going to be a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. That's really brilliant. There's I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, not I at all. I think that that actually in my in my eyes was great was awesome i loved it the problem was the execution and yeah. and so i would love for them to go back to it and be like okay we're going to do this right this time so maybe they do a standalone movie mm-hmm. and 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 then they move on and that gives them enough time to think about what their next big trilogy is that would be great yeah so i, I would know. like that and, and and like i said and maybe they're going to gauge the um Maybe they're going to gauge the the success of High Republic before they jump into any movies or trilogies with that, obviously. So maybe the the next or the first trilogy will be the origins of the Jedi, so they didn't want to lead up to the High Republic. I would not mind seeing that. I think that seeing the origins of the Jedi would actually be really cool because we know about it in Legends, um, but Legends is so sparse and stuff with it that they could definitely go in and do their own story with it, and people really wouldn't care too much. I mean hardcore fans like us were like oh, okay i already kind of know what the origins of the jedi are i already know in my mind what is going on but you know what you know they could probably have a little leeway with that and i wouldn't be too mad about it you know what i'm saying because yeah. we know what where it ends up so that's all it really matters for me so. right all right so uh i hope that answered your question i apologize we couldn't get to all of them today um but we do have several more so we're in a couple of them we already answered one actually here in a second we're gonna answer that coincides with yours so Anyway, so I uh, hope that answered that question, though. I hope you enjoyed that one. Going on to our next one. So this is actually a big question. It's actually a, kind of a crazy one, but it comes from Alex Mason, who says, In The Rise of Skywalker, we get Palpatine rising to power to be defeated by Rey. Um, it says, In the movie, he tells Kylo Ren that he, Palpatine, was every voice inside of his head, such as Snoke and Vader and etc. So is it possible that the Force ghost Rey heard were actually just Palpatine manipulating her to make her think that she had the blessing of the Jedi. By killing him, she did what he wanted, and maybe that's because he wanted to live on through her. So in killing Palpatine, she actually allowed for Palpatine and all the Sith to live inside of her until the day uh, that him and the Sith reemerged through her. So what are your thoughts? I think it's super intriguing. It also would, uh, later down the road, like you guys have talked about before, bring Palpatine back and using that as an explanation. So, big question... A lot there to unpack. But the core of the question is this. Do you think that Rey actually heard the Jedi, that Jedi were actually with her, um, or do you think that was Palpatine's manipulations to get her to kill him? So, simple answer, 
I don't believe it was Palpatine. Okay. Uh, because it kind of it defeats the purpose of well the entire saga <laughs> basically. You're right. Yeah. You know. Um. So no, I don't think that is what happened. I don't think Disney would ever want to do that. What one of the main reasons being that the entire fan base would riot if if they're mm-hmm. like actually. Sorry, Palpatine actually won the saga, and and you know, yeah. But looking at it, uh, just kind of for speculation and fun, I I actually really like the idea. I could definitely see like where that's coming. That that question's coming from for yeah. sure. I mean, I think it's I think it's a neat thing to look at, and yeah, and and makes sense in a in a way because of the. Um, just the way that Palpatine had been doing things and, and, and the way, you know, he, he wanted her to strike him down Mm -hmm. and she does, you know, but here's, here's the one thing I, you know, here's, here's my, my answer to that is that when the whole purpose of striking down your master, it's out of hatred and anger and lust for power, right? right? The transition of, apprentice to master in the Sith is so that they can gain power. Mm-hmm. When Rey destroyed Palpatine, she didn't strike him down. She reflected his own attack with the power of the Jedi back onto him. A. Right, right. And B, it was not to gain power. It was to defeat evil and bring balance to the Force. Yeah. That's why I don't think that was real because, and think this, and this might be just extrapolation here to some extent or whatever, um, but every time that Palpatine manipulated the voice, or voices in uh, uh, Kylo's head, it was always Snoke. It was always Vader. It was always evil presences. Can he manipulate voices of good? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I think yeah. I mean, it, maybe he's, you know, you could say, yeah, he's just manufacturing a voice. It's not their actual voice, but I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I don't, I don't really know the full answer to that part, but I'll just say I don't think that is the case. I don't think he was manipulating her because in just in the sense of that, it wouldn't fulfill his own purposes because she didn't inherently just kill him, especially not in the way to transverse power uh, yeah. into the Sith. Yeah, that's good. Or that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, for the big picture, it it doesn't make any sense that that Palpatine won <laughs> right. in the end. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. no. And, and I think if Palpatine were to ever come back, I I'll, I actually don't think that is how they will mm-hmm. uh, answer it because again, the fan base would go crazy. Uh, as much if, as I love Palpatine, I would not want to see him come back again. Yeah. I mean, maybe one day it would be interesting if they do it right, but it'd have to be like when we're like 60 years old. Right. And then when we'd exactly. be really excited, be like, yeah. Like, I'm whoa, like, yeah. like, Rexton, grab the deep ends. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to the theater. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know we can't hold it that long. So like, <laughs> you kidding me? I've been on tap this whole time. <laughs> Got my colostomy but. bag all stocked up and cleaned. <laughs> No, um, so, so yeah, it would have to be, if that were to happen, it would definitely have to be much later in life um, yeah. and, after a lot has happened. But even then, I, I don't think they could use that excuse of, well, no. Ray actually uh, helped him in his plan because, again, it would it would defeat the the whole trilogy. Right. And, and plus the oh, whole well, even Sith. The, the whole saga. So. Plus the whole Sith. Um, I mean, all the symbology 
of the movie leads to the fact that we know that she defeated the Sith. Because the entire Sith on Exegol, uh, the temple, gets destroyed. All the Sith Eternal gets destroyed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like yeah. the symbology leads to the fact that we know that that didn't happen. Right, right. So, But it is an interesting, yeah. it is definitely an interesting thought. And yeah. If, and if Star question. Wars wasn't about hope and it was just a darker sci-fi yeah. series, <laughs> I, I could see that happening. I could see that end up being the case but since star wars is a very positive series about hope and yeah and uh and that the good overcomes the bad uh that could never be the actual story <laughs> right so anyway alex hopes that answer hope that answers your question um to the best of our humble abilities um so the next one comes from joshin birkinshaw who says did you ever play star wars shadows of the empire I was recently cleaning out the attic and came across my old Nintendo 64, and boom, the game was still in. Dash Rendar, I believe, is the character you play. I love the game, new planets, and new ships at the time, but never hear much about it. What are your guys' thoughts? So, I'll be honest with you, Josh, and I did... This is one of the few Star Wars games I really didn't play all that much. Um, I know that I played it a little bit, but... I don't know. I just, I don't think that I played it all that much to really give a full opinion about it or anything. Andrew, did you ever, did you ever play it? So I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat. Uh, I know that I have played a little bit of it, mm-hmm. but I never, I never, I definitely never owned the game, and uh, so yeah. I never spent a whole lot of time with it. I'm sure I just rented it from, yeah, from a blockbuster at the time, um, and so I, I, I as well don't have a whole lot to say about it. But I do yeah. know that. Uh, many people do love that game. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of really good things about it, and love the character of Dash Rendar. Um, yeah, um, I will say this: I do. There's one vague thing that I do remember about it, and there's that that I don't even remember the full context. But you're like walking through, maybe it was like Hoth or a base or something, and you come upon like this Wampa, and it scares the life out of you. It comes out of nowhere, and you're like running from it. <laughs> so that that. Sounds familiar when yeah. you say that, but yeah, that's all I remember. Really, to be honest with you, that's really yeah. all I remember about the game. Because I don't know when. When did that? Let me look up when that came out. Because it's yeah, I'm I curious had, as well. It came out in 1996. Oh, okay. So came it was when, we were, when I was three. So we we lad. You were not even a year a old. One. It was December third. So yeah, I was I was one. Oh my bad. You were born in ninety five, not ninety six. My apologies. Doo doo. Um, yeah, so, (laughs) um, wow, name calling you little stinker. Anyway, so, so Josh and I apologize. I wish I could give a better answer than that. Um, but I just, I didn't play it enough to really give an opinion because obviously I played it much later. Obviously, um, I had an N64, um, but I played it much later on. So I do remember it was fun. I know it's a lot of good stuff. I do remember running from the Wampa. But <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> so. I unfortunately uh, can't say much about it. But yeah. uh, Josh and I do hope you had a good birthday. Yes, yes. We do want to say that. I hope you had a good birthday. It was on Monday, right? It was on the Monday. So hopefully Monday. it was good. Yeah. And anyway, uh, yeah. hopefully you partied, had a good time. Yeah, had a good old, good old forced filled day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of something I could Yeah, make. that would... You need to come up with something better than that. Scratch that from the tape. You didn't hear that. (laughs) Sorry, Josh, if that ruined your birthday. (laughs) I ruined my birthday. (laughs) All right. So anyway, Josh, so 
Uh, Paul Jarrett's going to have a better answer than that, but uh, maybe someday we can go back and get that. So the next thing we have here is from Noah Aguilar, and he says, which planet would you want to live on? Um, and it can be in canon or legends. And we kind of talked about this a little bit. And so Fravo, uh, this is this is hearkening to what was number six. You said favorite planet in Star Wars universe. So we've talked about before, like what our favorite planets were. Um, and I know Andrew and I talked a lot about um, the various planets. You know, I said you know just for whatever reason, I really liked Utapaw. Uh, I guess just because of the, the way it was laid out, and I love the species and thought it was pretty interesting. Um, and I think one thing that Drew and I said that we'd like to visit uh, was Dantooine was a big one for us. We loved Dantooine, um, especially because, like I said, in Kotor and Knights of the Old Republic, uh, we that was one of the first times. Uh, I don't know how to say it exactly. Um, it's one of those times that we get to see uh, your character really open up. The story really, you know, he really be, starts becoming a Jedi. And it also, you know, Dantooine is actually a really pretty place. You know, it has these lush fields and wide open plains and stuff like that. Um, and I just think from the memories of Kotor, I think Dantooine for both of us was a really big place that we re really enjoyed uh, being on in, in Kotor. But with that being said, though, your question says, where would you like to live? And honestly, I know this is a cop out answer, and I th I'm pretty sure this is uh, I'm pretty sure this is the same for me and Andrew. Um, but I say, have the, I mean, as, as generic as this would have to be, um, I would say that that, you know, the planet I would like to live on would have to be Naboo. I know that's like a, you know. <laughs> A cheap answer, but, um, you know, Naboo is a very, very, very beautiful, beautiful planet. And I think, you know, I, I think the last time I talked about this, I said, oh, it just reminds me of, of you know, Italy and all this. Stuff. Well, the reason why is because in episode uh, two, Attack of the Clones, we see it. Um, it actually was uh, filmed in Italy. <laughs> so I, that's why, surprisingly, it reminds me of Italy. Um but yeah, so so I would definitely say that Naboo is one of the big ones. I, I, I we don't see a whole lot of Alderaan, but I you know, just from what we hear about it, <clears throat> I would definitely say Alderaan is a big one for me. Um, obviously it kind of depends on when you're living there because <laughs> at one point it gets blown up. So I don't know that I want to live there, uh, especially depending on the time and frame in which you're there. Um, because I was thinking like, oh man, living on, 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 uh, you know, or going to Tatooine would be really cool, but man, it's so hot and, 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 and it's like a desert planet. I don't know that I want to live there. Uh, Coruscant is so cool because you got so much culture and that's where the, the Jedi reside and stuff. But man, it's just like, it's so cram packed. Um, you know, there's so much criminal elements to everything. So it, it is, it is difficult, you know, um, it is very difficult to, to pick, you know, cause there's so many planets there. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. I would have to say that Naboo would definitely be mine. And also, you know, Andrew and I had been reviewing. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> Queen's Peril. That's why I was confusing with the other one. But Queen's Peril, uh, it really also shows us more by E.K. Johnston. Uh, it really shows us uh, more about the planet. 
and the ecosystem and the government and things of that nature. And one thing that we, you know, it, it's kind of hearkened in the prequels that uh, Padme always talks about, but Naboo is a very peaceful planet. You know, Naboo is very peaceful. The people are peaceful. The government, albeit kind of um, monarchical, I guess, with the, the queen and whatnot, is still a democracy. So, I mean, it would be a peaceful place to live in. It's really beautiful. And like I said, in the book Queen's Peril, you get to read more about the government and read about the people and you get to read about the culture. So it's a really nice place. It's a really nice, uh, you know, planet. Um, so I definitely think that I would be able to live there. So actually, if you don't hear Andrew, um, I've been talking away. He actually had to step away <laughs> for a phone call. So we apologize about that. So I hope he comes back here in just a minute. So that's why I'm kind of rambling here. So, let me see here. Um, while we're waiting on him, I will jump back to Frey Bo's, uh, sorry, Vinsky's um, questions here. And uh, another one that you talked about um, was number five, which is favorite bounty hunters. So, um, I definitely think that uh, there's a lot of really good bounty hunters. Um, you know, a lot of the I have do have an affinity um, to a lot of the original trilogy. You know, especially when we see them on the deck of the Star Destroyer, and uh, and uh, we see uh, Vader talking to them all and stuff like that. I mean, you have your classic Boba Fett, um, and you can't go wrong with Boba Fett. Boba Fett's a classic. Um, and uh, the thing is, is we don't see a whole lot about him until we get into the expanded universe, and of course, the expanded universe is iffy at best. You know, what I'm saying you know you don't know if you can trust it, and and now that it's not canon anymore, it is difficult to say, uh, you know, what you want to do or what you know. I, I don't know. So, anyway, Boba Fett's a classic, obviously. Um, one of my ones that I loved and I've always enjoyed, which is for some people were like why, but IG88. Um, IG88 is a classic. I love IG-88. And it just makes sense because as a, as a bounty, ho uh, bounty hunter, um, an assassin droid or whatever, it just makes sense. You know, it just makes sense because, <laughs> I mean, he has no feelings. Um, as we saw in Mandalorian, you know, uh, with the other IG unit that we see there, not IG-88, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's a stone cold killer, man. You know, he's got the sit here and, and, and take out a, a child, you know, uh, so I don't know, IG-88, it makes sense, and I just love his mannerisms, I love, as a robot, you know, <laughs> talking about mannerisms, um, but I really enjoyed watching him, um, uh, you know, uh, another big one is uh, Dengar, um, I love Dengar, um, and he gets, some, he gets some hate, I guess, uh, because he just, I don't know, he's, he's not very well known, um, but if I'm not mistaken, he's from Karelia, um, and, uh, you know, he has a lot of really cool story background. Now, um, there is rumors that he is actually in, um, uh, the sequel trilogy in Return, uh, or not Return of the Jedi, I, I'm getting uh, mixed up here, but I heard that he was in, um, that he was in, uh, Man, I'm, I'm blanking here. Rise of Skywalker, uh, and, or he was in that cantina or whatever. And they say that like he survived and all this stuff like that. So Drew is back here with us now. Uh, basically, I was talking about earlier 
what uh, what planet we would like to live on. But since you was on the phone, I had oh. had to move. I, I talked way too much about that. <laughs> I had to move on uh, to one of uh, Frey's other questions, which was talking about the favorite bounty hunter. So, oh, cool. Um, so let's move back here now that you're here, and we're just trying to fish that up. What what planet would you like to live on? Naboo. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I said, I'm. I think I'm speaking for both of us here, and I said yeah, Naboo. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's the without a doubt one of the the most gorgeous. Um, it's a beautiful planet. The other, the only other one would be maybe like Alderaan, but. You know, it depends on when you... Dude, I literally said that exact same thing. <laughs> depends on when you go there. Cause <laughs> I literally said that exact if same you, thing. If you're living during the time, it would blow up. You know, that might not be so, <laughs> not hot, so great. Okay, so, you know, just to keep continuity here, what is your some of your favorite uh, bounty hunters? Because we're just going to go ahead and answer that question. Uh, I, I've talked um, about... I kind of just spewed a bunch out, but I said, obviously, Boba Fett's a classic. IG-88 is one of my favorites, um, and I really like Dengar as well, but... Is there any other ones in particular that stand out to you that you really, really like? Um, you know, I I know this is just a lame answer, but my favorite's Boba Fett. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know. It is kind of a lame answer, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, and now, um, I mean, I guess I guess the Mandalorian counts too, right? I mean, he takes bounties yeah, and stuff. So. He is, yeah, he's a bounty He might actually sure. be my favorite now. Yeah, I, I, I think it's because we get to see him as an actual character. Right, right. You we don't get to see Boba Fett be, like, a legit character, really. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. All right, so let us move on to our final question for the week. And that is coming also from Kristen, who says, What kind of Star Wars food would you like to try? That's actually a really good question. That's, that's a, just kind of a fun one uh, that I never really even thought about. Um you know, for me, I always wanted to try the blue milk. I always wanted to try the blue milk. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty uh, generic answer, and it's mostly because I can't think of too many other foods off the top of my head. <laughs> but, I, but I definitely would like to try the blue milk because I'm like, I'm thinking, like, what does it taste like? You know what I'm saying? What, is it, what does it look like? And I know a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know, what's it called? A lot of these foods or whatever are at, um, dude, I'm literally blanking so bad today. What, uh, Black Spire Outpost. What are you talking about? The, at Disney. Like, what's it called? At Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge, yeah, yeah. Or, I know there's a... Or Batu. Batu, yes. Black Spire Outpost, whatever. I don't know. Batu is the actual planet, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I know there's a lot of Star Wars foods there, and uh, I would definitely like to try some of those when I, you know, when I go at some point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'll be spending probably hundreds of dollars on food. I don't want to think about how much money I'm going to spend when I go there. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I mean, seriously, when I go, I'll be going all out. I'll be getting all the food that I want. I'll be getting a lightsaber well, or like, two. When I, I mean, go, I got to try a drink. I got to try um, food. I got to try, or I have to get a lightsaber. I got to build my own lightsaber. Oh, yeah, of course. And then I also have to get, like, some other kind of collectible. So we're looking at, you know. Well, they have a lot of really cool... Um, like statues or statuettes or whatever, like uh, of of the characters and mm-hmm. there's so many good ones. Um, I know I was, I'm trying to think like there's some I was watching the other day about some of the other ones that they're talking about eating there, but the the smoked kadu ribs or whatever people were talking about that said that was really good because they serve it's like pork ribs but it's served with blueberry corn muffin, which is apparently very good. Mm. I don't know. And they have apparently really interesting popcorn that is blue and red and it's sweet and spicy and it's called something i don't i don't remember off the top of my head but it's supposed to, yeah 
it's supposed to be like I think cor- blueberry muffin mixed with chili lime or something. I don't know. So in terms of the actual Star Wars universe, I really don't know. Other than blue milk, I can't think of anything too many things off the top of my head of the, the actual food. But there are plenty of things at Galaxy's Edge that are Star Wars food that they've brought into the park that I definitely would like to try. Yeah. So, so anyway, I it, mean. I think if I was going to say like one individual thing, I just like a fried uh, quacky m- monkey lizard. Just, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. We see that in Mandalorian. Yeah. Dude, that was so good. Uh, I, would, I, would, I mean, I'd, I'd try it. You that know, with, a, with a cup of blue milk, that'd be nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, I think that uh, would be a great meal. Dude. Yeah. I think yeah. Be a great Do we have meal. any other questions? That was our final question. That was our final question. And now our queue is cleared, so I want to remind everybody that next week is fair game. Whoever gets in there first will be the first one answered next week. So, Yeah, so go ahead. Send us as many questions as you guys would like next week. Um, uh, We'll uh, be ready for a bunch of those. Uh, Again, as we said, a little bit of a slow news week. But yeah, we actually still almost hit an hour long. So <laughs> I know how really we managed funny. to do that. Well, I, I we intentionally were talking a lot about a lot of different things, yeah. and also we had several questions. So yeah. and I, I apologize that I left for a minute. That my dogs are at the vet, and they gave me a call, so I was checking on. Yeah, that, well, I, I what you really should be sorry about is them having to hear me drone on about Naboo <laughs> for like ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not edit, editing it out either. So <laughs> you guys can hear it in full you, glory. <laughs> You know more about Naboo than you've ever wanted to know. All right. But we want to thank everyone so much for the continued support towards us. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We thank you for listening and join us next week for episode 21. We're getting up there. But until next time, may the Force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.